This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I am your host, Amanda Sturmey, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach working with you to redefine success and gain confidence in your business and in your life. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry and to build a business and life that is defined on your terms. Join me for intentional conversations as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability, providing you with the tools to expand, grow, and create. I believe one of the greatest gifts we give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Welcome back. Um, really excited for season five of Untapped Power. Um, I hope you were able to join into the episode with Kim Sin that came out last week, our first interview of the season where she shares so openly about um, her journey through corporate yoga, which is such an interesting spectrum of yoga teaching, which we don't always get into. So if you're a teacher, someone in the field, I think you'll find that episode really interesting. And just again, grateful for your being here and for listening to the show as always. Uh, continuing to drop these Friday episodes as I've been doing. It's almost been, I think, two years now since I've incorporated these these Friday episodes as a way to reflect on different things that are coming up from a, a business, a life perspective, and in, in the journey of entrepreneurship, um, and some of the questions that that arise as I talk to clients and as I go about my day-to-day. And so I just am really excited to continue with these episodes. I find them to be really nourishing in a lot of ways um, and have received some great uh, feedback from them as well, which is really, really encouraging to know that you listening are getting something out of these episodes. So that's really important to me as well. And so today, I'm coming back around again to this this concept of self-acceptance and self-love, which I know that I've talked about in a previous episode and um, and interwoven in a lot of episodes, this concept. And and I'm going to talk today about why this this the these ideas of self-acceptance and self-love why we always come back around to them. And a lot of our suffering and a lot of our journey and the work that we're doing, these always come front and center and they show up. And so I want to dive deep into what we can do to acknowledge them when they're there and to really guide ourselves on this, this path of welcoming in self-acceptance and self-love from a place of true integrity and truth within yourself. So there's a big difference, as we know, between I have self-love, I have self-acceptance, right? I love myself. And then my internal dialogue, the way I speak to myself, how my actions in my day-to-day show this that are quite different. And so I've been coming up against this where, where I know what it means to have self-acceptance and self-love. And I feel as though I've gone through quite a personal journey of understanding this to a deeper level and practicing it. And then I also know when I'm when I'm not in this practice. And so it's identifying what causes me to get out of this practice and how to bring myself back. And so 
I'm bringing this up today because I, I found myself in this place of why am I here again, right? I want Why is this continuing to come up for me? I thought this was something that I understood quite, quite, you know, clearly and that I should have a grasp on. And I feel as though I do. So maybe some of you listening are in that same spot. But it's more, like I said, of, of when it comes up in this practice, when you go in and out, how can you bring yourself back? And what are some of the ways in which you can identify it, have more awareness to it? So I'd like to really view, the, view this as a path, as a way forward and as an experience. So use it as, a, as something that you can learn and grow yourself. And some days I feel like I have, like I said, a better grasp on it. And some days I don't. And sometimes I wonder, right, is, is this idea of self-acceptance and self-love really so, so simple, right? Just love yourself or accept yourself. And I don't believe it is. I believe the concept, the thought, the, the knowledge of it could be is quite simple. And I think there's a lot of buzzwords around it, a lot of ways in which we may get lured in into thinking we're accepting ourselves, thinking we're loving ourselves by some of the actions we do. But in reality, our internal dialogue is quite negative. And it's not actually enforcing those spaces of self-acceptance and self-love. And I sit with this question often of why so many people feel unworthy and not accepted, and especially women, especially women. And I actually just, just was on a podcast recently and we dove into this topic because I really, you know, I really feel like that's a thread that goes and weaves through so many of the conversations I've had on this show, so many of the conversations I have with clients of not being able to fully accept the self, not being able to fully love the self. And is it really something we ever truly arrive at? And I don't believe it is. So I believe that this, this idea of self-acceptance and self-love is a practice. It's a continuous practice. And you're the only one to really determine if you're doing it in a way that is in integrity with yourself. And I say that because there's no way for me to tell you that you're accepting yourself or that you have self-love. I can observe this from your thoughts and from your actions to see when there may be some judgment coming up or some ways of comparison, but you're the only one that knows what's really happening inside of you. So saying that you love yourself or accept yourself is different than feeling that fully and completely. And so the practice that I've noticed that can be really beneficial that I've started to uh, introduce for myself that I've done before is this practice of re reframing my thoughts. So reframing my own internal dialogue and in turn my external dialogue. So what I say to myself internally, and then what I say outward. And sometimes, you know, for me, what I've noticed is that this practice can be one that, that translates into maybe one filled with humor. And in that process, I'm really saying negative things about myself. I'm not fully accepting myself. I'm putting myself down. And so this practice of observing that and seeing when it's happening and then reframing those thoughts for myself. Of, of telling myself a different story in a positive way, that is really the practice of that self-love and self-acceptance. It's not a practice of fixing anything. And I want to make that really clear because 
if I were to say that this is a practice of fixing something, right, of making you different than you are, that would mean there's something wrong with you to begin with, which is not true. So having self-love and self-acceptance is something we can have at any point because we don't need to be fixed. I don't have to wait until I have the relationship or I have this, this, this type of body or this type of job. I don't have to wait for that because I'm not looking to fix anything. It's a, it's a really, it's a practice of accepting when things are not good and when things are good and not having attachment to either, right? That's what, that's what real self-acceptance and self-love is, is seeing both for what it is in the moment as an experience and not attaching weight or a reaction or a result or validation to either or. And when I feel that within myself, when I feel that that contentment within myself, that is self-love, to really feel that within the self and to express that outwardly through the dialogue, through my external dialogue and through my internal dialogue, to have that be a continual expression. And so again, it's not about being perfect. So what I've noticed for myself in this practice is that I'm not um, beating myself up because as I go through my days and my things come up and I notice, okay, I'm saying this negative thought and I'm repeating it and maybe I'm saying it outward or maybe I'm adding a little joke around it to someone in my life. I'm observing that and then I'm bringing myself back in and I'm saying, okay, what is that really true for me and can I translate that into a positive message back to myself? And if I'm not ready for that, if I can't do that, I have to have compassion for myself for that too. Because oftentimes when we when we do skip ahead into this space of just translating right into positive and not being with what we're feeling, that is spiritual bypassing. That is bypassing what is actually happening for the result of something that we want. And that's why I go back to say that learning to not be attached to the result, positive or negative, is really the the intent here. The intention is to have that space of neutrality amongst both and to really observe that place of where am I unable to accept myself? Where am I unable to love myself? And to not look at it as something I need to fix, but looking at it more as the intent to heal. The desire to want to have that acceptance and self-love for myself, knowing that I'm the only one that can really, truly, honestly give that to myself. I'm my own source of power and energy when it comes to self-love and acceptance. So instead of looking at it as this, this fix or this something that's wrong, I look at it more as this, this energy that can be used to, to fuel myself and to have my own source of power within myself. When I have this acceptance and this self-love, I no longer get caught up in that outside, those outside tapes, the outside validation, the outside spinning words and phrases and thoughts. I'm, I'm in this place of real intent and sovereignty essentially within myself. I can hold myself when that is to be true. And, and I know that it is a constant flow. So it's not a place I arrive at. I'm continually having to embark on this practice that, I'm, that I've walked us through today of really going deep into self-acceptance and self-love. Because 
The reality is that society wants us to believe that there's something wrong with us and so that we can fix it. And so much out there is is telling you the same. You know, a lot of these practices and self-acceptance and self-love of, you know, soothing yourself or getting a massage or taking a yoga class or doing these things. Yes, they're beautiful things, but it's the idea sometimes that there's something wrong with me. There's something that I need to fix. And coming at that from that place is really can be really detrimental because we give away our power and our and our inner inner sovereignty that tells us that there really is nothing wrong with us. There's nothing to fix. And I can love myself at any point in my journey if I choose. It's a choice to come back into these thoughts. And really, it's understanding how we play our games with ourselves. And I know I've talked about this because it's so easy to to get caught up in your own games, right? In your own way of tricking yourself, manipulating yourself. And I've noticed this come up for me really, really clearly these last few few weeks and, and days in the sense of when I'm able to have control of a situation, when I'm in full control, and let me just say we're never really in full control, but when I think I'm in full control, it's easier for me to run those tapes of, okay, I accept myself, I, I love myself, I can control the situation so I know what's coming. And so I feel like I know how I'm going to feel. And so I can start to, to say, okay, I, I feel feel easier having that acceptance and self-love. But when I don't have that control, when I don't know what's coming, when I don't know how it's going to look, it's harder for me to have that space of self-acceptance and self-love. It's easier for me to go into that place of fear, of doubt, of, you know, what if this doesn't happen, right? Those thoughts of what ifs. So it's it's acknowledging that and trying to make space for both. Can I have this self-acceptance and self-love in the spaces where I feel like I have control, the spaces where I don't feel like I have control, knowing that I never really do have control, but can I have both spaces and still continue to work into my practice and walk myself through it? And so I invite you in to, to just examine this for yourself with no, no shame, no comparison, no judgment to where maybe you were, where you'd like to be, where you could be. Just really be with yourself in these moments and, and simply ask yourself the questions, you know, is my dialogue one of acceptance of self-love or am I beating myself up? And am I in comparison? Am I in judgment? Do I need to sit with it or am I able to work myself through it and practice these techniques of positive dialogue back to the self, of bringing myself back into that positive reframing again and again so that I know that wherever I'm at, even if things feel really dark and sad, I can still have this space of acceptance for what is. I can still have this place of self-love knowing that I don't need to be fixed or changed by anyone. That's a choice that I make for myself only. And really, these practices are us choosing not to suffer. And day to day, we experience so much suffering. So much suffering is really at the core of everything that goes on in our mind. And when we don't accept ourselves, when we don't have the self-love, we suffer. We really do suffer. We suffer within ourselves. And maybe people don't see it, but you know if you're suffering internally, 
because our thoughts of not being enough, of not being accepted are ruling the show. And so by, by starting to see this and recognize it and starting to shift this, even if it's a small shift, it's changing that direction. It's changing that way for yourself. One small step at a time, reprogramming the mind to, to not focus on these negative thoughts that come in of, of not being good enough, not being worthy enough, and to redirect it into a place that is one of acceptance and one of real self-love. And that doesn't require outward action. It doesn't require results. It doesn't require validation. It's, a, it's really an internal practice with you. It requires stillness. It requires observation. It requires curiosity. And it requires integrity and honesty with you, learning to trust yourself, learning to to really get real with yourself and to see where you're manipulating yourself in your day-to-day thoughts and actions. So again, try this out and see what you think and let me know how this this resonates for you and where you're at in your process. You know, like I said, this always comes back around. You know, this, this idea of self-acceptance and self-love, and I want to keep talking about it because I believe it matters. And I believe the more that we practice it and the more that we have conversations about it, the more that we can be really clear on this path and really feel that self-acceptance and self-love that we want to feel so that we essentially feel peace. We feel calm. We feel complete connection with ourselves to come back home. So thank you always for being here and for listening. As I always say, feel free to join our free community at untappedpower.net and sign yourself up. You get access to free resources. I'm always uh, offering my spiritual money mindset course at at, uh, your own pace if you want to do that. And I have space during the month of June for a couple more clients. So if you are interested in in working together one-to-one, I would love to have that conversation with you and get started uh, on your journey to uncovering these different belief systems and patterns around your relationship to your money and how that really can filter over into a lot of other areas in your life. So definitely give, give me, send me a message, reach out, let me know that you might be interested. And I look forward to being back with you again and sharing another episode next Friday. We have a new guest coming up. So many exciting guests this season. I can't wait to share them all with you. So we will see you so very soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.